You are listening to Don't Give Up, a sermon series by Pastor Bay Allen. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Faith on 68. I am Pastor Bay. I I think I know pretty much all of you as I look out, but it is great to be with you today as we enter into our third week of our Don't Give Up series. Um, I kind of, I'm enjoying this series because I don't know about you, but there's times where I just need that reminder. I need that reminder not to give up, right? Uh, And Lent is a time that I think we celebrate Lent. And it's interesting because there's one day where it feels like spring and then all of a sudden there's snow. And it's like, what is going on here? I I thought I was done with this, you know, and it's just this little reminder, don't give up. And so um, I'm thankful to be journeying through our Lenten uh, time together with you as we look at what it means not to give up as God's people. Today, I encourage you to turn with me in your Bibles or an applicable app in your smartphones, if you use one of those, uh, to 1 Corinthians chapter 10. And we're going to be really honing in today uh, on verses 12 through 13 from 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Hear these words. So if you think you are standing, watch out that you do not fall. No testing has overtaken you that is not common to everyone. God is faithful and he will not let you be tested beyond your strength. But with the testing, he will also provide the way out. So that you may be able to endure it. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. God. Now, any of you ever see someone fall and it just made you laugh? Anyone? This is a guilty pleasure. I know. Um, I personally, I, I don't just get into it. I kind of, if it even makes me want to laugh, I kind of don't. My wife, she just lets them rip. You know, that's like one of the funniest things for my wife. You can have conversations. She shows me YouTube videos of penguins falling, uh, and and it's the funniest thing ever. And uh, and I'm like, okay, a penguin fell, but they laughed at it. Even the penguins laughed. You know. I don't know if you've ever been there. Now, falling, what I have discovered, it's funny, right? When it's not you. When it's not you. If it's not you that is falling, yeah, maybe you can say ha 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 ha. And maybe that ha 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 will extend forever. But if it's you, you just want to, it's like that awkward handshake. You want them to let it go, right? It's like you can stop laughing. My, I still hurt already. I think I need to go to the doctor. Ha ha ha. No, I'm serious. Take me to the doctor, you know? And, and it's not funny. My question today from today's scripture, I mean, we see this word, we see uh, the word come to us. So if you think you are standing, watch out that you do not fall. Okay, that scripture comes to us today. And my question is, how do you know if you're standing? How do we know if we're standing? You know, perhaps standing all of the time. Um, You know, many of us say in America, we have it easy. And so, you know, we're always standing if you if you want to. I mean, people are standing to attention, standing for I mean, we're always standing. So maybe we get a skewed view of reality. What if we're not standing and we just think we are? What if we're not standing and we just think we are? Today's scripture is a strong reminder that maybe you're not as strong as you think you are. Maybe you're not standing. Maybe you're not. Have you ever been overconfident? I have. I'm actually overconfident with the fact that I have been overconfident. I'm overconfident. It's like, yeah, I got this. 
You know, I don't need to prepare. I don't need to practice. I've done this a million times. I'm good to go, right? I get overconfident. And usually when I get overconfident, I find out the hard way. I didn't have it as together as I thought. I didn't. I mean, I I made mistakes that I wouldn't have made if I would have taken the 15 minutes to to practice or, or whatever, right? What if we're not standing? What if we are falling right now as today's scripture calls to attention? What do you do when you're falling? That's a big question. What do you do when you're falling? If I were to ask you, you would all probably have some different, different answers, right? Well, one, you know, I like, I like to put a pillow down so it's nice and soft when I land, right? I like to put a pillow down. So you're cushioning the fall. But cushioning the fall, that, that just embraces the fall. It just prepares to fall, not to prevent you from falling. It's just saying, I'm going to fall. So I'm going to fall on this comfy pillow if I'm going to fall. You know, gymnasts, they have padded floors, right? For a reason. They're preparing for the fall. Gymnasts or circus, any circus fans in the house? Any circus fans? When I was a kid, I wanted to join the circus. I wanted to go to Barnum and Bailey Clown College and, and be a clown. And I probably would have just been the guy following after the elephants. And, but, but that's what I wanted to do when I was a kid. I was like, this would be so fun to, to work for the circus, you know? Um, in like the trapeze act, where, what do they have underneath them? They have these big nets, Right? They have these big nets. Again, that's preparing for a fall. It's preparing for a fall. It's not even preventing a fall. They expect to fall. My question for you today is, what do you do when you fall, but it catches you completely by surprise? What do you do when you're falling, but it's completely by surprise? You know, one of the number one answers is actually... You scream. You don't even know you're doing it. You just scream. Right? Big burly men sound like little schoolgirls, right? It's like, ah, I'm falling. I pulled something. Other people, they pray. You know, it's like, God, don't let me die. You know, it, it's that one moment. And God's like, it took you this long to say that? <laughs> you know, people pray when they're falling. You grab a hold of something, right? You're, you're, you're falling, so you grab a hold of something. And hopefully it's not like your little brother, okay? You don't want to, when you grab a hold of something, you want to make sure it's stable, right? It's going to hold you, it's not, it's not just going to go squish, right? You want to make sure what you grab in that falling situation, make sure it is something stable. You don't want to just grab any little thing that's behind you. If you grab something not stable, you're going to have a bad time. Ideally, you will fall at one time or another. What do you do when you fall? If you fall, you get back up again. I remember my dad was teaching me this. You know, how many of you, when you were learning to ride a bike, you heard this exact phrase? You know, every time someone used it, they had to pay a nickel because it's copyrighted. But every time you fall, get back up again. Right? That's what we're taught, even when we're little. You've probably offered or received this gesture. From someone in your life. When you fall. Just that help back up. Give it one more day. What do you do when you stand? You get back up again. You get back up again.
what if he can't get back up? My dad never mentioned that one when I was learning to ride a bike, what to do if he can't get back up. Funny story, someone from our charge this week told me a story. I'm going to let, let them remain anonymous, okay? But they were writing bills at their desk at home. They were home alone, okay? They fell off their chair, and they got stuck under their desk. I'm not making this up. And by the laughter and the response, I think that it's pretty a little more common than I may think. They had to like wiggle their way to a phone somehow, stuck under this desk, call their daughter, adult daughter. Hey, what you doing? (laughs) Oh, nothing. I'm at the house. Hey, I was just wondering, is there any way you could come by the house? Well, I'm I'm stuck under my desk. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Can't make this up. This really happened. And the funny thing is, you know, we were talking, you were talking about how your friend, they're passing the sickness along, right? This is an epidemic. She told me another friend of hers had the same exact situation. She told them about this and and they said, yeah, I was doing the same thing. (laughs) So if you're writing bills this week, make sure you got your phone on you because you may fall and not be able to get back up. What do you do when you can't get back up? Call, yeah, call 911. You've probably at some point received this gesture. When you can't get back up on your own strength, someone has stretched out a hand. God has stretched out a hand, perhaps through someone, and helped you out. No testing has overtaken you that is not common to everyone. This is an epidemic. God is faithful and will not let you be tested beyond your strength. But with the testing, he will also provide the way out so that you may be able to endure it. The scripture is not saying it is just okay to fall. I've heard that interpretation before. You know, people saying, yeah, you can just fall. Everyone falls. It's okay to fall. What I believe this passage is saying, not that we all fall, everybody falls, and that's okay. What I believe that this passage is saying is that we will find ourselves in a stand or fall situation. Because everybody does. It's isn't just about us. This is an epidemic. Everyone finds themselves in a stand or fall situation. And so when that time comes, what side are you on? Are you on the fall or are you on the stand? Are you on the fall or are you on the stand? Jesus stepped in when we were flat on the ground, extended a hand, reaching down and said, can I help you up? I want to help you stand. I want to help you stand. So in today's scripture, yeah, the words way out stood way out to me. They just popped off the page. You're taking notes right way out because I think that this is something we need to understand that God is not going to put us through something more difficult than we can handle. God will give us a way out. Sometimes the way out in today's scripture is sometimes a deeper look inside. Way out is sometimes a deeper way in looking into ourselves what God's been doing. Maybe the way out in the scripture is the way someone reaches in to our lives. Maybe it's a physical hand. Maybe it's a a financial hand. 
Whatever that looks like. The way out presented here, I want you to realize, is also a hope. The way out is a hope. God allows us to endure when we are in a time of testing. And our hope is that the fall won't keep us down. That awkward handshake eventually is going to end. That is our hope. Because God promises us there will be a way out. God won't let us go through something without a way out. I hope that you hear that today. Jesus uh, tells us in Luke, I'm, I'm getting to where I'm almost finishing up. I feel like I've been talking a while, but Luke chapter 13, verses one through nine, it tells us this. At that very time, there were some present who told him about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. And they asked him, hey, do you think that because these Galileans suffered in this way, they were worse sinners than all the other Galileans? No, I tell you. But unless you repent, you will all perish as they did. Uh, or those 18 who were killed at the Tower of Salaam when it fell on them, do you think that they were worse offenders than all the others living in Jerusalem? No. But I tell you, unless you repent, you will all perish just as they did. And then he goes on to tell this lovely parable. Jesus taught in parables a very simple story with a profound truth. And he said, a man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard and he came looking for fruit on it and found none. So he said to the gardener, he said, gardener, you see here for, for three years, I've come looking for fruit on this fig tree. There's no fruit. Cut it down. Why should it even be wasting this soil? And the gardener said, sir, let it alone for one more year. Give it one more day. Until I dig all around it, plant manure on it. One more day. And if it bears fruit next year, just when your faith is gone, and that's all well and good, you can cut it down. Give it one more day. I love that. Notice the dedication of the gardener, the worker. Even when others would give up, where the boss even says, we're shutting down the factory, laying off all the workers, that one foreman says, give it one more day. It sounds like a musical. The dedication is like, just give it one more season. One more season. A season of work, hard work, dedication. Let, I'll do it. Just give it one more season. You know, it's easy to support something when it's functioning, when it's successful, and when things are running smoothly. It takes dedication to want to continue when it is less than ideal. And that's what the gardener's doing here. I wonder if after that season in this parable, if the worker were again to say, give it one more day. <laughs> I wonder what the boss would say. And the funny thing is, is in the parable, we don't even know what, what the boss says right here. We don't know if the tree gets, they could have said, I'm the boss. I say, cut it down, cut it down. Why are you back talking to me? Come on. We can speculate. Was the gardener Jesus in this parable? 
Is the gardener perhaps you and me? Is it the church? We can speculate many things about this parable. That's why parables are so great. But what we can also do is take this away. We have this season. We have today. Right now. To work, to plant, to nurture, to encourage, to build up, to help others. That are almost like a tree that's about to be cut down because it's not bearing fruit. We may not have a next season. But we have this time. We have today. We have right now. And perhaps you are not experiencing a fall right now. Maybe you are standing, truly standing, like the scripture talks about. But all around us, all around the world, people are falling. It's an epidemic. People are falling. Perhaps you are their way out. Perhaps God put their way out in you. Perhaps God gave you hands to offer them for others. Perhaps God gave you a voice for those unable to speak for themselves. Those who are oppressed. Perhaps God gave you money, food, shelter to support someone who is without. Perhaps God gave you a car to give somebody a drive. You know, the list goes on, but perhaps the way out God has planned is in you. I'm closing up. If you're in a fall or a stand moment and you know it, you'll know it if you're in one. Don't give up. Say it with me. Don't give up. Give it one more day. Give it one more season. Join us here at Faith. Help us to help you get involved. We have become groups. We have uh, like Creed on Wednesday here. Uh, Thursday, there's, there's one in the morning. There's one in the evening. We have become groups for you to get plugged. Don't be under a desk alone. Okay? Help us to help you. Get involved. Start listening if you miss a week. Listen to the podcast so you don't... Maybe you need this so you don't feel alone under a desk. You just need encouragement. It's there for you. We're here for you. Help serve in ministry. There's opportunities for you. We have our Easter egg hunts coming up. We can't do it without you, even beyond the eggs. If you want to help out in the kitchen, we need help. Help. Help us to help others stand to experience Christ in their life. Our community dinners at Jefferson Street or our new-to-you clothing cupboard, there are ways for you to get involved. There really are. Your spiritual tree, maybe it's not bearing fruit. Give it another season, but make it a season of work. Put the work in. If you want to see results, go all in. Commit. Give it a season and then another season if you have to. As long as, as long as the boss will let you, right? Just give it one more day. The first step to finding a way out is simply acknowledging that you are in need of one. In need of the one. Don't give up. So let us take our tests, our trials, our tribulation and give them up to God. Offer them up to the one who didn't just stretch out a hand to help us. Stretch two of them out. Wide is the world to say once and for all, it is finished. Let us pray. Dear God, we are thankful for the one more day. We're thankful for the ability to stand. 
Even in the midst of the fall, we are thankful for the the cushions. We are thankful for the safety nets. But most of all, we look forward to that hand just to help us back up. Allow us as your church to be that hand for others. Allow us never to be so prideful that we refuse to accept that hand when it comes our way. And help us to praise you even in the midst of the storm, in the midst of the trial. Because it is not so great that we can't make it through. You will always give us a way out. In the name of Jesus, amen.